Thank you for joining us. You have many choices, but we count it a privilege. You're listening to the As One Podcast. We truly thank God for you. And as always, we hope you enjoy today's segment. Hello, welcome everybody to another episode of As One, and we are your host, Marcus. Krista Mooney. And guess what, y'all? We got a special, special show today, tonight. Um, we have two of the world's most beautiful, uh, intelligent, and definitely uh, motherly mothers. Uh, y'all give it up for our mothers, my mother, Wanda, and my wife's lovely mother, uh, Gwen. Yes, yes, definitely. We're so glad to have our mothers in the house. How y'all doing? We're fine. We're doing How fine. are you all? And we just want to say thank you. This is really a blessing. Oh, yes. Lord. So listen, God is good. Yes. Listen, that the blessing has already been passed down. Y'all have been such a wonderful mothers. And I can't thank y'all enough for what y'all done and what you continuing to do. Uh, dare I say grandmothers as well? Yes. Yes, yeah. yes definitely. You know, so it, listen, I know it might not be as cool uh, to be a grandmother, but they make grandmothering cool. Oh, it is cool to be a grandmother All because right you can get those grandbabies, <laughs> have fun with them grandbabies, and send them all back home. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't it the truth? Ain't it the truth? Well, uh, y'all, we're going to ask our mothers some, some questions and uh, just talk about motherhood. And uh, something that both of them combined have, I won't, I won't dare put a number number on it, but just let's just say this: a lot of experience, a lot of great experience, and um, and they have been great teachers to us. Uh, so we definitely got a lot to to dive into here. So I guess I'll kick it off, wife. You want me to kick yeah, it off? Yes, you can go ahead and kick All it right, off. All right, I kick it off. All right. So um, I, I guess for me, just looking at how things have changed in our society, things are different now, you know, than it once was. Um, and, you know, it's different than it used to be. We have in, increased, uh, you know, violence uh, that's around us. Our society has yeah. many, you know, many streams, which, you know, there, there's been many extremes in the past as well. But still, it's, uh, it's a lot in front of us nowadays. Um, evil activities seem like there's been a gradual increase yes, in a has. lot of this stuff. Yes. Um, so just thinking about, you know, the, the level of exposure that we have to a lot of the things that's happening um, how was it raising kids then versus how you think it would be, you know, trying to raise a child now, um, the way things are in society? Okay, I'll go first. Well, um, as far as me raising you guys um, back in the day, well, I, I want to just go back to when I was raised, if I can. Yes, too. yes. Um, back in my day, um, it was a high level of respect not just for our parents, but for all the parents in the neighborhood, because it, if you got in trouble, you know, and somebody else saw you, you know, they would chastise you and then send you home to get that whooping, Damn. you know? So there was a high level of respect. You could not say anything out of the way to any grown up back then, because you get that look. Yeah, And I mean, that's all it took, just that look. Now it's wait, the other wait, way around. Wait, you can't I, say anything out of the way to anybody's child. Honey, don't you say, don't you give them a look either, because oh, you give God. them a look. <laughs> yeah, you you don't even have to get cursed out by the parents. You'll get cursed out by the kids. Oh, Lord. But that's what I love about my sons, you know, when I was raising them. They still had somewhat 
a level of the respect that we had. Yes. You know, because I taught them and my mom taught them and the other grandmother, I'd have taught them, you know, what we learned and what we knew. Yeah. So I just thank God that they were um the 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 young men to really respect that. And yeah. I, I really love them for that. And my kids, I mean, I've always got you got such good boys. Yeah, we my, we, we we pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Well, now my aunt Lucille, she would come in the house and she would just I'm gonna tell you how good y'all was. She would look at the walls in the house, white walls. And she say, You got four boys and your walls are white like that? I say, Yeah, because they have to wash the walls down every now and then. <laughs> yes. But they would always say, you know, that they were so respectful and they would always say, yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am. At home, it was sort of like a little different, you know. I had some that was good and some that I had to stay on, but they still respected other people as well. Yes. So I can say, you know, God is good. Now, today, with my grandkids, okay, I got some good grandkids. I can say... Thank God that my kids learned to respect because they passed it down to their kids. Right. But now some other kids in this society today, um, you sometimes want to just take them and sit them down and try to talk to them what you knew, what your mom knew, what your mom's mom knew. Right. Because, you know, they they haven't got that talk, yes. you know. But, you know, we got to pray for everybody, everybody's kids, you know. And the parents, too, because it's a lot of young parents these days. Yes. You know, that really haven't been raised, you know. Yes. So we just got to pray for everybody. And wherever we can lend a hand to teach and to give them God, then that's what we got to do. Don't just stand back and watch and talk about it. Right. Be in there. Yeah, be in there. Encourage that child. You know, tell that child what you do. Give that child God because... You might be the only Jesus that they ever know or heard of. That's you know true. what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, that's Definitely. what we got to do. And then yeah. if you guys hear Baby, that's uh, our five-month-old. Uh, she, she's going to chime in every once in a while, uh, you know, because she, she can't help herself. She's in the presence of her mother and her two other mothers, <laughs> her grandmothers. So, yeah, so she definitely uh, can't help herself right now. But, Mother-in-law, uh, just reflect on that for me. Uh, I think I can agree also that, you know, in this, day and time, you know, I believe children aren't taught to be as respectful as they once were, like when I was a child or even when I was raising my children. But I would probably put a lot of the blame on the parents that are raising the children now. And probably the most important thing that that parents are leaving out now is they're not raising their children in the house of God. Yeah. That they're not doing as the Bible says. They're not training up a child in the way that they should go. Right. And I believe that was a big part of the way we raised our children, even though at the time my children probably didn't understand it. And there were times where they were probably thinking, well, mama and daddy, we don't need to go to church or I don't want to go to church three or four times a week Mm -hmm. or always doing something spiritual. Right. I believe in the long run, you know, it, it'll pay off. You know, and we, you know, we always will. talk about, um, you know, our, our foundation. Even when we opened up um, with, with the podcast, we talked about our foundation. Yes. Um, because it's something that's been very important for us. Um, and, you know, I, listen, I get it. I know we live in a society where there's other, you know, spiritual belief systems and, and things of that nature. Um, but for us, speaking from, from our experiences, 
those foundational things stayed with us and it really helped to ground us so that we had a platform to build off of not just of of faith um and and you know and, and morals and values um, but also of identity, yes. uh, which we feel important. we feel like is very important, mm-hmm. important. Um, in mm-hmm. a world that's trying to tell you what you are and that's are right. not that's all right. the time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's important to us that we know we came into society knowing who we were. Um, and so it was just about identifying more with who we were and coming into our own there versus trying to, you know, fit the mold for everybody else. Um, and so we try to do that same thing with our children, just make sure that we pass that down, that, that spiritual foundation of faith and them having an identity and knowing who they are. Yes. You, Amen. Know, you don't have to, yeah. you know, uh, it's good to get attention from a boy, from our girls, but they don't have to feel like if I don't get attention, I'm, I'm not worthy or I'm not. No, you, you, you know what your daddy and your and your and all the mothers in your life and all the people in your life have instilled in you and told you about yourself. Uh, yep. So have a standard. Yeah. Um, I, I just want to say this um, to the ladies, though, um, because since we're on the subject of mothers today and, you know, how um, kids are not really being raised, a lot of young girls are coming from broken homes. Yes. yes. And they're seeing their moms being abused, you know. So some of them feel like, you know, as a little girl, they're coming up, they're watching this, they're watching this, and they think that's the way of life, that you're supposed to let a man treat you like that. But ladies, I just want to tell y'all, no, you are queens. God put you here to be treated as queens. Know your self-worth. You are beautiful. Don't ever let anyone tell you anything other than that, because you are beautiful. Yes. And you are somebody, yes, okay? Yes. Don't ever let a man call you names and you feel like you're that name. You're not. You are a beautiful person. And remember, being beautiful on the outside is not as important as being beautiful on the inside. And God is the key ingredient for that beauty. That's why we we speak on that even as we talk about the different tiers of relationship. Because the first relationship is the relationship with yourself. And that involves your relationship with God because God is the one who manufactured you. He's yeah. the one that created us. You know, yes, he created us. And and so him being a creator of us, and mom was saying that's that's where she was going with that. Do you know, and, and you can elaborate some more on that, mom. Yeah, go go right ahead. Oh, yes, because one thing we got to always remember is that in our life, we have to give God ourselves. Yes. Make God the head. Get to know God. That way, you he will let you know within your heart who you are. Get to know your purpose for God. That way, you will know how to walk with God. So when you give it all to God, then you know which way to go. You know that it's okay to be a single woman. Mm-hmm. You don't have to get with the first man to give you a wink, okay? You can make it in life without having a man on your shoulder. And I'm not saying that God don't want you to be. God, I believe, me personally, I believe God have somebody for everybody. But we just got to pray and wait on God. But in the meantime, have that relationship with God. That is very, very important. 
that you have that relationship with God. Yes. Okay, yes. ladies? And, and, and God will build up in you what he need in you to walk as a single woman until he put that man in your life. And you will know that man because you know God. That's right. Yeah. That's good stuff. Mother, I got to ask you this question. So, you know, with a lot of the things that's happening, once again, in today's society, um, you know, a lot of the police shootings and stuff of that nature that's happening. Um, and, and it's very real in the, in the, you know, let's be real, and particularly in the black community. Um, would you do anything differently as far as if you were raising kids today versus, you know, some years ago when you, when you were first starting to raise children? Uh, that's a very... <laughs> but I would say today versus when I was raising my children, which my children are not, I guess you're, they're getting older. <laughs> yeah, you go. You know? they're not babies anymore. <laughs> they're, they're not babies. They're my babies. There you go. But, you know, they always be my babies, no matter how old they get. Aww. But I would say that, I don't know, I would think that in this day and time, it may be a little more stressful. Yeah. As a parent, there yes. are more things yes. to to deal with. Uh, yes, you know, in this time period, in this climate of history or whatever, and so I would say it probably would be a little more stressful on the parent. But I don't think. But I still would always say that the main key is to making sure that your children are rooted in God, and that's their foundation. Yes, and I and I'm. I believe that no matter what's going on in the world, that if you, if God is your foundation, yes. and if you instill God's word in your children, yes, you know God's word says it's not going to come back void, and so what you put in your children, it's going to come back whether even in the natural. And I would tell this to parents too. Also, is to never give up on your children. Oh, yes, yes. You know, even when you Praise see God. them going. In different directions, mm -hmm. where you thinking, wow, why are they doing that? I've taught and trained my children better than that. To not, I've I've had to learn through experience to not to be, I guess, surprised or shocked. Yeah. But out and to not to feel like that, out that it's my re total responsibility to make sure my children do this. Because I've learned that once children get a certain age, they're out, they're gonna, I guess, make choices and decisions that you're not going to like, but the best thing to do is to just still, you know, show them love, yes, show them there, yes, that you're still that there for them important. if you, you know, if they need you mm -hmm. to continue to make yourself available yes. to them. And so uh, going back, like I say, I think it, it is probably more on parents and there's so much stuff going on with social media. Children are exposed to yes. things that yes. they've never yes. been exposed to. You know, when my children growing up, Social media, I guess, was just getting popular. Mm -hmm. You know, like they were on the internet, and it was during a time when like MySpace started. But I think now it's even more. Oh yeah, yes. oh yeah, going oh, yeah. On. yeah. You know, anything you want to find out, whether it's good or bad, all you have to do is pick up your cell phone. You don't even have to wait. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. right. And have till you get to your laptop. You yes. just pick your cell phone up at any time and just Google just about anything. Yes. Anything you want to find out or anything you want to see. Yes. And Modern so, technology. It could be a, a a huge, tremendous blessing. Uh, but it also can be a curse. It can yeah, be a burden. Yeah, that's well. true. Yes. yeah definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um but you got something definitely. right? Yeah, I did. Um so I feel like we've talked a good bit about um spiritual things being instilled in our children. My question would be what are some practical things that 
you had to work hard to instill in your children growing up? That's my first question, and then I have another question after this. Okay. That's okay, a good what are some practical some things? Practical things. I would say, uh, and, and if I could go back to some of the things that I probably wished I would have instilled more, because it is good, and my, and you know, Krista knows that my, I'm always thinking spiritual. Yes, <laughs> yes. that's not that's not bad. That's, no, that's a good. Thing. No, that's yeah, a that's great a really thing. good. Well, thing. I think, yes. Yeah, that's a really really good thing. But sometimes I think you can get so spiritual that you do overlook some of the natural things. Yeah, and I think even simple things like <laughs> children learning how to to cook and learn how to clean yeah, and yeah, how to yeah, take yeah. care of themselves. There's a balance And then there. how yeah. to take care of themselves financially. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you, yeah. you can pray for your child, but but you still Just need gotta to... You got to teach them. You still yes. have to teach them. It still needs to be a lot of one-on-one training. Yes. Like my dad, he was a, a great, I guess, one-on-one teacher. He didn't just tell us something. He would always like, like if it was how to... Uh, mop a floor or clean a floor or something. He mm-hmm. always felt like he had to just take us and show us. And so I would say that maybe parents do need to spend a lot more time just on practical yeah. things That's with good. their children. That's yeah, I, I, I'm guilty of that because I feel like I didn't do that with y'all. Um, I should have went to more uh, of your games and things that you were involved in. Um, I, I think I should have been up at your school more, you know, because I think that's very important yes, with yes. showing a child to, and, and encouraging them to get more involved and yeah. to learn more and to yeah. do more, yeah. you know. So, you know, I, I as I look back, you know, I feel like I should have done more of that right there, you yeah. know, because it's very important to be involved in your children's life, yes, you know. And, yes. and connecting the dots spiritually. Like, you know, mixing, blending the the spiritual things and the practical things, because they do go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. Um, A real God, a real spiritual God created the real reality that we live in and that we function in. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, that's one thing that we've grown in, um, you know, within our marriage is understanding how those things intertwine like mm-hmm. there's a spiritual aspect to our finances mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like yes. there, it really is and, yes. and it really works um but you have to think about things practically but also how they relate to things spiritually mm-hmm. um same thing with our children um like you say go to the games but after the game what are we trying to teach okay you, you had a bad game um, you know, this is how you act. This is this is how you react. It's mm-hmm. okay to feel bad, exactly. but don't do certain things. Exactly. You know, certain actions. Mm-hmm. Um, you had a good game. Same thing. Don't yeah. you know? Don't rub it in the other team's face. Exactly. You know, godly yeah. principles along mm-hmm. with that. Oh, you want to be good? Mm-hmm. Okay, I want you to be good. Here's how you be good. Yeah. You yeah. know. Uh-huh. Um. So just kind of relating those real life things to spiritual things, so that the conversation is always bouncing back and forth, and in that way, you don't leave something out yeah. because you lean in one way more so than the other way. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that's the that good question, girl. All right. All right. What, what else you got up your sleeve over um, I had a question for my mother-in-love. Um, so, you had four boys. What was that like? Oh, my God. Did you really want to ask that Four boys. She lived on the pedestal. Child, I was in the house with five males because you got to put that man uh, in there, too, honey. Them five personalities as males? Oh, my God. Uh, You definitely got to have God. You have to have a God spirit, God mind, God attitude. 
And sometimes I did step out because it was a little little things mm-hmm. flying here and a little things <laughs> flying there. You know, but yeah. but but you know what? I wouldn't change any of it. Yes. Yeah. I yes. wouldn't because I had the best husband yes. for 40 years. Mm-hmm. He was a father, a husband, a friend. Yes. You know, a mentor. He taught me a whole lot about yes. life, you know. And as I watch him teaching his sons how to be men mm-hmm. was awesome, you yes. know. Yes. And he didn't know. I don't think he really knew how I was watching him. Yes. Because today, you know, I am doing some of the things that he was teaching them. Yes. I learned for him. And I see that in my sons, mm-hmm. what he taught them. Yes. So, you know, it was it was it was a learning experience <laughs> to be with all four or five, you know, but it was awesome. Shout and out yeah. to the uh to the late great Johnny Ray Mooney, aka yeah. John Moon, aka <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> yeah. Bruh Mooney. Wow. Mooney, Mooney all that. All that. Yeah. yeah, shout out. We miss you, soldier. Um, so yeah, a couple more questions, y'all, and we'll wrap it up. This yeah. has been great though. Yeah. Like we have to do this again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we have to do this again. So um Let's see. I got one here. So, so. And after this one, I want to ask my last. Okay. All right. All right. Well, so we'll wrap it up with Babe's question. But this one right here is um a little personal. Um, and and it's you know it's it's, it's intimate. Um, but I, I did want to throw this out there because um I think it's a lot of people uh, that that can relate to what you both have experienced. Um, both of you are awesome mothers and 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 grandmothers. Uh, but both of you also have lost your mother. Your mother have gone on oh. to be with the Lord. Um, in particular, mother law, I know your situation, you actually became a a big sister mother yeah. um because of the situation that happened in in your life yeah um so you know, just give me a little bit of that uh your testimony that mother law, but then I also want to hear from both of you as far as if there was something you could do or say to that to your mom today, what would that thing be that you would do or say? So let's start with a little bit of your testimony there, uh, mother-in-law. Okay, like you say, my mother uh, passed when I was 19, and at the time, my brothers, I've got four brothers, they were very young. My youngest brother was probably about four. They were probably ages about four, nine, 13, 16, somewhere in there, and I was 19. And so that was a, a very hard situation to deal with. And before my mother passed, I guess you could say I was the typical teenager, usually, you know, didn't have a lot of responsibilities. And, and you know, during my teen years, I was mostly, I guess you could say, a tomboy. Yeah. I was heavily into sports. I heard you could play basketball, too. Yeah, yeah. Still, still, still can hit a few baskets. Yeah. But I probably wasn't into, I guess you could say, the typical stuff I had no desire for cooking, cleaning, any of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so when my mother passed, I was immediately thrown into the role of almost being a mother mm-hmm. to my brothers. Even though my dad was there, he worked a lot. And so I had to take care of my four-year-old brothers. And so I had to learn a lot of things on my own. I had to learn how to cook on my own and, you know, and how to do different things around the house. So. So I was like, uh, just, you know, had all of a sudden just uh, do a lot of stuff that I never even thought about before because I didn't have have reason to because my mother always took care of everything. Right. 
Right. And wow. so, um, and like I say, that was very difficult. And throughout the years, when I became a mother, you know, I had uh, Krista, you know, I was married at, at age 22. And uh, my husband, he was 23 when we got married. So we were still, very I guess young. you say, very yeah. young. Yeah. And so I was, you know, and I had uh, I had to, you know, I didn't have, have a mother, I guess, to teach me a lot of things or to talk to me about a lot of about things. About being a wife and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, about being a wife yeah. and a mother. And so I've, I've always say I was sort of self-taught. Yeah. You know, either yeah. I had to. You know, either God would always show me what to, what to do and how to do things. Yeah. But uh, I would probably say that, you know, there are times even now that I still miss my mother. She's yes. been deceased almost probably close to 38, 39 years now. Mm-hmm. But, and I still miss her. And there were times when I was raising my children that, you know, sometimes I would think, well, uh, you know, if my mom was still here, I could ask her to babysit for me or I could mm-hmm. call her and ask her how do you cook this or how do you do this or I could ask her advice of you know how how do you deal with a child when they're going through that but I never really had anyone that I could ask those questions to and I think in a way that's one of the reasons not being boastful of myself in no way <laughs> right but one of the reasons that I try to make myself available to my children is because I'm always thinking well, I never had a mother that I could ask to do these things. So I think that I tried to do for my children the things that, that I didn't have a mother to do. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. That's yeah. awesome testimony. And you yeah. are uh, such a jewel to the family. And yeah. that's why you shine so bright. You've been through a lot, yeah. a lot of fire. Uh, yeah. But look at that jewel, how it's shining uh, yeah. today. Yeah. Mom, Mom, if you had that opportunity uh, to, to talk to, uh, you know, my grandmother, the, the first one that we called Queen, yeah. um, what what would you say to her or what would you do, you know, uh, if you had the opportunity? Well, uh, my mom wasn't just my mom. My mom was my best friend. Yes. You know, we were always together. Uh, we even worked on some jobs together. <laughs> so, you know, if I had the opportunity to uh, talk to her now, I would just say, uh, are you proud of me? Oh, because man. I've always wanted her to be proud of me. Yes. I wanted her to see that I wanted to be the mother that she was, the caring person that she was, because she cared about everybody. She yes. did. My mom did for, seemed like the whole Gastonia. Yes. She did. Wow. She opened her house, her house up to everybody. Yes. So, you know. And I um, can, I can, listen, y'all, I can testify to that. My grandmother's house was one of the most unique places that you could ever experience. You could walk in there. First of all, she was one of the greatest cooks that I've ever experienced. And and listen, y'all, I'm not just saying it because she was my grandmother. Because I know a lot of, you know, people's grandmothers, big mamas, mamas, they could cook. But this woman, her plates would bring everybody. Mm -hmm. Okay? I'm talking about you walk in the house, you walk past the preacher and the deacon, and then you walk on around, and then there's the pimps and the hustlers. <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. It yes. united the community. Mm-hmm. That's how good her food was, um, but how good her heart was mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, because she would give her last. She sure she would. She sure mm-hmm. would. And, um, you know, I can remember many things that she did um, for for us coming up, man, that, that was so, you know, motherly, grandmotherly. Um, and I can say this too, Mom, you know, uh, well, I'll say this. Um, 
I believe in my heart of hearts that she is overly proud of you, um, as we all are. Proud that you are a mother, proud that you are the woman that you are, um, that you have been and that you are, and proud of the legacy that you have in, in you know, already made the foundation for and that you're building more and more um, greater and greater, which is a part of her legacy, you know, an extension of yeah. her legacy. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure she's proud of you. Yeah. I'm just going I'm just going to take a wild <laughs> guess at that and say I think that she would be proud of you. All right, babe, real, real quick, one last one, and then we're gone. The last question I had was from my mom, and um, a lot of people already know she is a um, wife of a pastor. So my question would be, what was that like um, being the wife of a pastor and trying to be a first lady and be a mother at the same time? Yes. <laughs> wow, that, that, that's a loaded question right there. First lady. Uh, <laughs> that was, I experienced some of it, but tell me your <laughs> account. My, my experience, uh, I could say that it was both, there was a lot of, Good times. I had a lot of good times, but there were a lot of, I guess you could say, uh, difficult times because when you are a of a, a first lady, uh, people look at you differently. I think sometimes they kind of put you on a pedestal or expect more of you, and I think sometimes it was it was kind of difficult. You know, back in the nineties, me and my husband. You know, some people may be familiar with on uh, Main Street, downtown Gastonia. We had our ministry was Gaston Prayer and Worship Center. And that's when my children were small. And we would now would have to uh, take all of the children, you know, dress them every Sunday morning, <laughs> which that's a task in itself, getting four children ready for church. Did you but, have a marching like soldiers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there were times, you know, getting them dressed, getting them ready, uh, take them to church and and it seemed like I would always have to sit somewhere strategically because I always knew I was going to have to take somebody to the bathroom or either change a diaper or either take one of them out of a service or whatever yeah. and discipline them. And there was a period of time I, I hadn't even said this one time when my children were young, I would say it that uh, if they're going to show off in church like this, I'm not even going to church anymore. <laughs> I don't care if I am the pastor's wife. I'm, you know, they, I'm not taking these children back in the church. So they get about eight. <laughs> I know some first ladies out there who can relate to that so, right now. Let, let's I'm tell the truth sure. and yeah. shame the devil real quick. Yeah, so it, 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 there was, like I said, there was a lot of good times. There were also some very difficult times yes. also. Yes, and, and you know, that honesty. I think that's what we need nowadays. You know, I, I think I think everybody's been talked to a lot about what should happen and what could happen. Um, but what about what if this happens or what if this occurs? You know, we need to be honest about, hey, everything's not peaches and cream. No. You know what? God is a good God, but we live in a crazy world. Yes, you know, uh, and, and there's a lot of things that we're trying to balance while still trying to be the people of God that we need to be. Yeah. And you know what? Sometimes when you're balancing things, you drop something here or there, yeah. you know, but yeah. it doesn't mean you're less of a mother, less no. of a first lady, That's less right. of a woman of God. No. It means you're human. Mm -hmm. And and so I think the more that we can be honest about those moments and the more that we can relate those moments to other people and then let them know you don't have to stay there. You can get better. Uh, you can yeah. balance better. You can yeah. manage better. You can grow. 
Um, but just know that it's going to take some time and it's going to take some, you know, some, some opportunity for you to go in and out of situations yeah. for you to be able to experience Most that growth. Most important thing is just learn from your experiences. Yeah, yeah. And your mistakes. That's right. Yeah, and learn. and the mistakes that others have yeah, made yeah. that they can say, hey, I've seen that pitfall. Yeah, exactly. If wow. you listen, take the time and, and just know I'm not trying to tell you how to live. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to tell you something that might can help you hey, yeah. so that mm-hmm. you can live better, mm-hmm. you know. But I love this, y'all. This was great. I, I applaud you once again for the mothers that you are, but also for the great job you did tonight. Thank yeah. you both uh, for, for gracing us with your yeah. presence. So do we get to sing? Uh, not this episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Good. Uh, oh, episode wow. 3047. Okay. Uh, we, we got wow. you scheduled now for some. <laughs> okay. Y'all, we love you so much, and we appreciate y'all once again oh, yeah. uh, for joining us. And uh, once again, y'all, this has been an episode of As One. Thank you for listening. Continue to tune in. Follow us on all social media platforms. And until next time, we pray the grace of God over all your relationships. Happy Mother's Day early to all you mothers out there. Y'all go celebrate them mothers and let them know how much we love them. God bless y'all. Peace. Peace.